Investor Source Podcast One. Are you ready for financial freedom? I know I am. If you're looking to live life with more passion and wanting to finally find financial success, but just don't know where to start, then you've come to the right place. The Investor Source Podcast will guide you in investing in real estate, wholesaling, flipping, and other techniques, plus crypto, NFTs, and other financial vehicles. Let's create multiple streams of passive income for your financial freedom. Welcome to the Investor Source Podcast with your host, Rob Badhorn. All right. Hey, thank you, folks, for, for um, you know, clicking on this podcast. Just don't forget to subscribe and like and, and write a review, please. We really appreciate it. But this podcast in particular, um, it was really exciting to have Ernie Vargas on, the probate fox. And, you know, not only did he go through probate and inheritance, his philosophy and the steps of, of really doing probate, how to do it, you know, where to do it, you know, um, and, and the relationships that he's built, you know, to do that type of investing is, is absolutely amazing. So he walks you through it. Um, I wouldn't say step by step, but he does give you a clear understanding. Now, don't forget, um, you know, one of the things afterwards is we do have a live Q&A that we're going to do with Ernie. Uh, it's a little bit different than most podcasts is we have a podcast, we'll talk about it. You can pull a lot of value and content from there and then it'll get your mind thinking. And then what we'll do is we'll have the Q&A where you can have a chance to ask questions, you know, to Ernie and myself. Um, so don't forget to look for the links for that. Sign up for it. Um, otherwise, you won't get notified when it happens. And of course, it's a live Q&A. So you want to be signed up for it. You want to get notified when it's going to happen. All right. So look for the links below. Look for the date and time and, and so forth when it's going to be available. But sign up, please uh, do it so you do get uh, updated. But one of the cool things that Ernie said here was he actually got trained by Car uh, Grant Cardone. Some of the outtakes we did actually after the podcast itself. Um, he actually got trained by Grant Cardone one-on-one, -on -one, right? So how often do people get to say that, right? Um, so that is, that's really cool. And, and there's a story behind that and how he got to that point and, and so forth. But, you know, he also goes into probate. You know, there's so much into probate and the different types of leads that are there as well as, you know, inherited leads and what's the difference. And um, you get a great understanding after the podcast, you get a great understanding of what it is. So please sit back, enjoy the con uh, enjoy the podcast. Um, really appreciate you joining uh, this channel. If you haven't, please like and subscribe, of course. Um, we're really trying to build up our viewership and you know, we're always going to try to bring you value content in as short as amount of time as possible. I know everybody's time is really valuable, uh, but in as short as amount of time as possible, um, just so you can listen to it. And then, like I said, we'll have that Q&A afterwards. And by the way, he has some free giveaways during, during the podcast as well. So check that out. All right. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the show. Well, hey, uh, want to just welcome everybody to the uh, podcast. Uh, I have here Ernie Vargas. Uh, Ernie has been a probate uh, investor, inheritance investor, and maybe you can even go even further than that, uh, Ernie, uh, for the last 20 some years. I don't want to date you here, but uh, last uh, last few years he's been uh, doing it. He's, uh, he's called the probate fox uh, for none other reason that he is uh, a serious expert on probate. Uh, inheritance leads and 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 really working those uh, uh, marketing and, and investing out efforts. So, Ernie, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Rob. Great, great. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself, right? Um, uh, you know, you've been investing for quite a long time. 
on on in, on probate and, and inheritance. You know, when did you start? Can you give us a, a quick synopsis synopsis of that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been I've been in the probate space for quite a long time. Uh, I think, boy, I can go back to uh, um, uh, ninety. I think the early, the 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 late nineties for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, I actually didn't start in probate. I started by uh, knocking on doors that were in foreclosure. And so I would go out and and back in those days, I would I would I would take the the legal notices and I would just kind of cut them and staple them to a index card, and I would go out and 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 knock uh, knock on on door by door. And one day I came upon a house that was vacant and uh, I didn't know what was going on with that. So I asked the neighbors and the neighbors basically said, hey, that house is in probate. What is probate? <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody was talking about probate back then. And so, uh, you know, one thing led to another. I, I, I went to the court. I started going through the records and, um, you know, I talked to the clerk. I, I just did so much in, in, in that court day in and day out until I was pretty well versed in, in what a probate file was, how to obtain it, and uh, and then how do I apply my already existing knowledge of, of real estate into probate and, and then expand from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and you know, so our viewers, um, some of them may not know what probate even is, right? So could you do a quick, um, or just give us a, you know, what is what is probate in general? Yeah, so probate in general is basically it's a legal process that occurs when somebody passes away and uh, then the family, uh, essentially what happens when somebody passes away, they, 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 they mourn for their loved one, they, 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 they have to at some point uh, come to a decision with what they're going to do with, with the things that were left behind by this person that passed away, right? So uh, these, these items, we can pretty much call them uh, assets. Um, especially like a house, uh, and 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 there has to be a legal procedure that will pass uh, those assets on to the you know intended heirs. Uh, typically, there's a, a will or there is no will, but at the end of the day, uh, the family has to make a decision as what's going to happen with what we care about is the house, right? Um, and coincidentally, um, there are many more things that are left behind than, than just the house, uh, but. Um, in, in order for an heir to uh, be able to make decisions as to what will happen with that house, uh, there has to be a, a, a legal authority that is issued to that person, right? And that legal authority is done through a legal process called probate. Uh, and so essentially this, this family member has to go out and uh, file this, 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 this legal process in the court and, and officially commence that legal proceeding called probate. Um, there are instances where families can bypass probate altogether. And that's if there was a living trust in place to protect that estate, right? So all of these contents are part of an estate of, of, of that deceased person. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, you know, that person that comes forward, um, they, they petition the court basically. So a lot of times they're called the petitioner, I believe, or executor. What, what are the differences? Is there a difference between a petitioner and an executor? Uh, or is it just different how they name things in, in the counties? Yeah, uh, so th there are a lot of uh, titles that, that you'll hear, you know, personal representative, petitioner, executor, executrix, administrator, administratrix. Um, all of that uh, pretty much points to the same individual. Uh, 
essentially it's the same role, uh, but the differences are that uh, when there is a will um, and somebody is named in a will, uh, that that person will essentially execute that will. Um, and so they petition the court, petition meaning apply, so like an applicant, they petition the court to be granted the role of executor. Uh, if we want to get technical, um, uh, if it's a female, that would be an executrix. Um, okay. So if there is no will, then, um, then, then, then they can't execute on that will. What they would then do is they would ask the court, they would petition the court to grant them the role to administer the estate. So um, at the end of the day, that they're both carrying over that estate, making decisions for that estate, doing what's of the highest and best interest for that estate, whether they're executing a will or they're that administering the fact that there is no will administering the estate. So that, that, that's a petitioner. Um, and a personal representative is essentially the same thing. <clears throat> they are the representative of this estate. They are the personal representative. So the personal representative is your executor uh, or administrator. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, and, you know, from a, a perspective of, you know, when we first came onto the show here, we talked about inherited leads, right? Or inheritance, right? Versus probate. I, I hear that term all the time. What's the difference between probate and inheritance? Yeah. So if, if I'm so glad you asked that question because I think that, that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of confusion due to a lot of noise out in the marketplace about inherited leads. And, and when I'm saying noise, I mean, I'm, I'm referring to the fact that, Hey, when there's a good opportunity, naturally there are many eyeballs on that opportunity. A lot of people sort of jump on that bandwagon. And so, you know, probate is not the lone ranger that it was at one time when nobody knew about probate. I mean, everybody knows about probate. However, hardly anybody is doing it right. And that that's where we come in. Right. But, um, that th there is there there is this this term that's being thrown out there about hey you know uh, get your inherited leads from us um and and um and they sort of clump them all together as one probate and inheritance and there is a distinct difference between the two and people should know that so uh, a probate lead is one that we just described somebody has passed away somebody has gone to the court and they officially commence this probate legal proceeding with that action they get a case number that is issued by the court at, at this point, your prospect, your would-be prospect, which is a, the personal representative, um, is in a mental state of mind where they are ready to do business with you. They're ready to engage in a conversation with you. Uh, why? Well, because they've had time to mourn over their loved one. Um, they've had, you know, that person, the family has come together um, as a family. They made a decision that, hey, it's time to do, you know, this, to deal with the business. And that business is what do we do with this house? Most likely we want to sell that property. And so mentally they're in that state of mind that they are ready to talk to you. So uh, th th there's essentially a, a welcome mat out, out in front of that door for you. Okay, so that's a probate lead. Uh, an inherited lead is one where somebody has been identified that they have passed away. And um, uh, you know th this person that passed away could go one of various directions, right? So. Um, first question we would want to ask ourselves is this person that passed away, did they, um, did, did they have any real estate that, that they controlled, right? That, that, that for us, real estate investors and professionals, that, that would be very important, you know, whether they controlled any real estate or not. Um, and, and then secondly, we would want to know how they held title to that real estate. How do they control that real estate that they hold that real estate under their, their own uh, personal name, right? And, and if so, 
then that would mean that that this would be classified as a pre-probate because uh, mm -hmm. they would have to go through the the family would have to go through the legal probate process because that title was under that person's name uh, now a pre-probate would mean that somebody essentially hasn't gone to the court they haven't filed probate they don't have a case number um, and they may or may not be ready to speak with you depending how right. long ago this person passed away um, however there is a strategy right to everything that, that there's a solution um, in, in this instance um, you know we, we have a, a specific uh, script that that would pertain to talking to these people that are essentially pre-probates and where they are at in that timeline um, if if um, if if they did not hold title under their own name then we would say um, that they hold title under a living trust ah yes let's say a living trust great fantastic uh the 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 that that person that passed away did everything right they protected their estate and mm -hmm. and their family their heirs so that they don't have to go through probate by preparing that estate so uh that that trust um and, and what what uh, they, that's called um essentially preparing your estate and and so uh this this particular house that that's in that living trust would not have to go through the probate uh channels uh, they they could bypass that all direct all, all all those all those things and essentially sell um to you as as a buyer without having to go through that so it's it's a pretty quick uh conventional standard sale so that's beautiful um you would never know that right um because it, it's not going through a traditional probate sale um the the third type of uh, lead source that you would see in an inherited place would be a uh, spousal property so what if the husband passed away but you know the wife is still alive depending on the state on the state's uh, rules and and local probate guidelines that specific uh case uh could bypass probate altogether or, or it could be fast-tracked um so we would treat that differently um what if it was uh, um, a, a, a a small value uh real estate that, that that was left behind what do i mean by that is that um sometimes depending on the state and again local rules and guidelines uh probate is 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 handled differently when when the real estate that has been left behind is of a of a value that is significantly lower than than the norm in that area and that that's an indicator to us that that could possibly be vacant land and so in those instances uh, that may bypass probate altogether or it may actually uh, be fast-tracked through probate um, and so, you know, all, all this to say that, that that it could go one of various ways. Uh, what if there was a, a um, somebody who's holding property under a, an LLC or a corporation uh, or some type of entity? Uh, again, that would be um, something that could bypass a traditional means. And, and you would speak to these people differently. Um, coincidentally, people always ask, um, can I find uh you know commercial property and um you know a large uh apartment complexes and you know you know that that type of multi-unit in in probate and the answer is yes yes you can um however it's not it's not the norm and why is that well because typically commercial property is 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 a business right um and and the 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 person that owns and controls that real estate you know, as for the most, uh, you know, most often they, they have the right um, guidance 
which the average person does not. And so that guidance is helping them prepare their estate. And so they would bypass that. But uh, these are properties that we would see under, you know, LLCs and corporations and, and those types of uh, partnerships. Uh, so all this to say that an inherited deed can go one of various ways. And so it's really important to know that because the way that we present ourselves to, to this group of people has to be very much in line to where they are at in that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like, you know, when, when you're kind of going through this, you have the probate leads, you have the inherited leads, probate is, it, you know, something, uh, they didn't have a living trust is, is like 90% of, of, you know, those, I would say, common uh, paths, right, that, that, that happen when someone passes away. So, you know, if they didn't have a trust, then it's going to go through probate or some sort of will or something to avoid probate. Then it goes on the inherited side. So it's kind of like, you know, right, right down the center. It's either going to be in probate or it's going to be some sort of an inherited lead, right? And what you talked about was, well, there's different types of other leads associated with inherited, which is, you know, you know it could be a small value, which could be a vacant land. You know, yeah, that's an inherited uh, or even maybe even probate, right? You could have uh, obviously vacant land and probate um, uh, as well. Um, and then commercial property, right? Now, can you see commercial property in probate? Probably not, right, is what you're saying. You're going to see that more because it is a business. Usually it's tied to some sort of LLC or something, you know, a company where you have multiple partners in or maybe singular partner. But it, it goes through that process of, of, you know, being as a company and inherited you know, and I'm sure there's probably laws within that LLC, bylaws at least, to say, hey, if this person passes away, this is, you know, who, who everything goes to. So I, I understand that. That's uh, that's awesome. Anything you want to add on that uh, before we go to the next question? Okay. Awesome. No, that, that's a great overview of, of probate versus inheritance, and, uh, and thanks for doing that. You know, you talked about, you know, um, investing in probate. How, how does someone get started in it? What are, what are the steps, you know, associated with, you know, getting into probate and really servicing that part of the community that needs, you know, a, a lot of times our help, right, to get through that? Um, because it's, it isn't, I mean, you, you don't go through it all the time, right? Hopefully people are passing away. Um, but when they do, it is kind of a forced process that you have to go through. And I'm sure every county in the United States is the same, right? Every county and every you know state's the same, has the same laws, which we know that they don't, right? Um, but you know, how do what are kind of the, the sequence of what how do you help someone in, you know in that? And how do you um, invest in probate? What are those steps, right, associated with that? Yeah, so I would say that the very first thing that you should have is a certain level of knowledge uh, about probate. Uh, Naturally, you probably already have a certain level of knowledge about real estate. And if you don't, then that would be important. You know, you want to have some basics. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to, um, you know, have have all your, uh, you know, T's crossed and, you know, (laughs) anything like that. But you want to have a certain level of of knowledge in real estate. And then you want to have a certain level of knowledge in, in, in probate, right? And so, yes, you're, you're correct. We want to know what, what the local um, rules are in, in, in our own given county that we're working, right? Um, because there are some differences from one state to, to the other, and even from one uh, county to another, right? Yeah. And so we want to know. And um, I would say the, 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 the consistency in, in, in a probate prospect across the nation is the motivation. Um, it is the fact that they are experiencing a certain level of, of emotional hardship and physical hardship too, because 
uh, probate is an expensive process. I mean, when you file a document in a court, um, there are such things as filing fees, and these filing fees uh, are, are expensive. I mean, we're talking, you know, four hundreds to five hundred dollars each time that a document is filed in the court, and that 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 can be a real toll on someone. Most people are not uh, prepared financially to take that kind of an expense on, and so you know um, that 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 that's just a common theme that everybody has. But in terms of the differences, um, th there are certain uh, states where, um, you know, they, they the, the court really mandates um, that that process for a seller. Um, th there are a lot of uh, um, uh, misconceptions about probate. Uh, for example, you know, people often come to me and say, hey, uh, I hear that um, I can't really buy a house that's going through probate because a seller can't um, really sell that house to you until one to two or so many years after the death. And I'm like, well, that's completely incorrect. Or, or you can't buy it at, at, at no less than a 10% of appraised value. Well, that's completely incorrect. Um, there are certain rules that apply. You must know what those rules are um, and how to you know, work within, within, within those rules and, and, and state laws. Um, but yeah, probably can be had by anybody. We are not the attorney facilitating the legal process. We're simply a buyer, uh, and and a buyer is essentially just buying that asset that that's held in the estate. And now, yeah, and so but you're a buyer with a lot of knowledge, right? That's the idea behind it. Is you know you're you're going to come to that family or that person and and have a lot of knowledge of the whole process where that that person won't have that knowledge, right? So you can be very helpful and add a ton of value um you know with with that person going through that process so number one is is knowledge definitely what what do you think the next step is how do you how do you even get these leads how, how do how do people understand what where probate leads are yeah so the second thing would be essentially going out and 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 obtaining a lead right so so now you now you've got knowledge base and, and you've got maybe uh, the, the 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 training behind you and support um, how do you get the leads? That would be the next question. Well, there are many sources out there. The, 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 the first and easiest uh, source is to get them from a company that, that's reputable and that has them for you. That, that's where we come in. I mean, we've got that service available for people uh, where it, it's essentially it's the easy button. Um, you know, we, we provide these leads to you. We give them to you. And, and, and now it's up to you to work them. Now, outside of that, you can go to the court yourself and you can pull these leads. Uh, this, you know, probate is, is public information. So this isn't only exclusive to us. Um, you know, however, I, I would really, um, yeah, we're all at a different place. Uh, when I first started, uh, I went out and I picked my leads on my own. <laughs> you know, I would go from court to court uh, and I had a young child and I would go out with my with with my young child and, and and go to the court and essentially pull and extract these leads. Um, it's it's all. I mean, I just I, I didn't have the financial resources. It, it, it's always either you have money or you have time, right? Yeah. You know. So if you have the time, then you go to the courthouse and you do it because you don't have a lot of money to spend on on buying those qualified leads, right? Right. And and I would I would say that I would encourage that depending where your your the listener is at. Um, that 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 they really think about this very very closely, um, you know. Oftentimes, I, I hear people that go to the court and they pull these leads on their own, right? And and I congratulate. I say that's awesome. Um, I love it. 
because we need more of you out there. We need more people pursuing probate. There are a ton of sellers out there needing our help. Um, however, sadly, what happens is that, you know, we can only do so much work with our time. And so uh, we have to really learn to use our time to the highest and best use, right? And so you have to ask yourself, is it of the highest and best use for me to go to court and, and pull these leads, um, spend my time there? I would say the answer is no. The highest and best use of your time is to talk to sellers, to prospect, to, to convert these, these cold leads into warm. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not at that place yet, you know, you'll get there. I, I would say get to your first deal and then reinvest that money. Um, but yeah, so the second thing is is leads. Uh, and, and then the third thing is, I would say, is is understanding your lead, you know, your file. What, what do I do? What do I need to look for? What are the things that, that matter and that don't matter? Where do I start? Who do I talk to? So that process. Mm -hmm. So naturally, um, you want to start with your personal representative, your executor administrator, right? That, that, that is your point person. Um, and, and, and begin a conversation with that individual. Yeah. And you had mentioned earlier that there's certain scripts that you use, whether you're talking with maybe a probate lead or like an inherited lead. Um, and, and, and that is all well and good. And I think, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit here, but we'll eventually do a Q&A, a live Q&A, you know, so anyone listening to the podcast right now, um, look for the date and the link and in the notes uh, below where we'll do some live Q&A where we can talk about those scripts and we can talk about, you know, how do we get, you know, some education as well, right? Because I think the number one thing you saw, you talked about was knowledge, right? You have to have some level of knowledge and, and whether it's talking to you or going through your education or, um, you know, looking on YouTube, looking on, you know, the county website, right? You got to build up that knowledge level. And I always talk to people, whether you're investing in probate or inheritance or just running an equity list, you should have some sort of tool bag with you, right? That you're taking and you're providing value to those, to those sellers. Because um, if you're not, then you're just going to look like another postcard, especially in this, you know, this type of highly motivated lead, right? They have a property to sell. Right? That's why they, they went and did and went to the courthouse, right? So um, so really, you got to build up that level of knowledge. So we'll do that Q&A. Uh, look for the notes um, below. Um, so after you talk to these people, what, what do you do, right? You know, everybody says, you know, talk about closing the lead and, and so forth. What, how do you get them from, you know, talking to buying, you know, buying their house, you know, that, that they inherited or, you know, was, was handed to them from, from the probate process? Yeah, so there, the, the, it's it. I mean, it. People are in different stages. Yeah. Uh, that that that's uh, probably an answer that I could best give more attention to in in some of these Q and As and and also in some trainings that I do. But um, because people are in different places, right? Um, somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, may or may not be ready to talk to you in that moment. What do you do with that person? Somebody's ready to go in that moment. What do you do with that person? But at the end of the day, really what you wanna do is you wanna establish yourself as a person who, who is of service. And, and you, you wanna really convey the fact that you're there to help them more than you are there to help yourself. You know, what I, what I mean by that is that we, we have to really put ourselves in these people's shoes and, and, and think about what their needs are. Uh, too often I hear people, um, you know, sort of 
pitching out all sorts of um, solutions that, that they think are the things that your seller wants when we, ha we, we really don't know what they want, right? We should be able to ask questions to people and let them share with us what, what their needs and wants are. So I would say that that's a very important place to start. Once we understand where they are at with, with, the, with those needs, then we can, um, like, like a good doctor, is prescribe solutions to those problems and challenges, right, that, that are specific to their needs. So people in the real estate investor world, for example, are so easy to sort of jump the gun and say, hey, I'll buy your house for all cash and I'll close in, you know, 14 days. And, you know, when and people are looking at it like, like money is important, yes, but guess what? Money isn't always the single most important thing to a person going through probate. I mean, I've had it where people have told me, um, Ernie, um, I've got people that are offering me, you know, this much more than you, uh, $20,000, dollars $40,000 more than you, but I'm not going to sell to them. I'm going to sell to you. And oftentimes it's due to the fact that, that, that I built rapport and I'm actually dealing with the problems that, that they need you know, real um, help with, right? What if somebody is um, needing to stay in a property for a period of time? What if somebody's going through a foreclosure and it's also going through probate? Uh, what if, you know, uh, had an elderly woman that needed to be relocated from that property um, and she needed a, a, she needed a, 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 a house um, to, to move into? And so there are many things that we need to really look at. We really have to ask questions to be able to, you know, help these people. In, in, in some respect, you need a lot of knowledge to help and service these people, right? You need, you want to have a good attorney that you're partnered up with, you know, if, if your, you know, county requires it and so forth. Um, you want to have a good, you know, uh, you know, probably other services that are available, like, you know, you know, if you're buying a house as is with all the personal effects in it, you know, maybe they want to pull some of that value out of that you know, by having a, an estate sale, right? You know, where you have to sell the furniture and everything. You can partner up with those people in your local uh, area. And, and that's what I mean by a tool bag, right? You want to you have those partnerships already in place and start talking to people. Um, I, I think on the other side of that is, you know, a lot of these transactions are no different than, you know, wholesaling and, and, and flipping, right? When we do that, in other words, when we're buying a, a property, um, usually we're buying a distressed property. And, and a lot of times that's probably where the probate falls into as well, right? You know, hasn't been upkept for a long time. And um, so there is a lot of problems that that go along. It's not just not going through that whole probate process or inherited process and everything's great, right? You know, the house is perfect and, and you can buy it. Um, a lot of those houses are, are distressed. And so um, that's why the individual investor can really, you know, do well here uh, from, from that perspective. Yeah, thanks, Ernie. Um, you know, uh, let's switch gears a little bit here. Who have been, you know, influential for you? How, how did you learn? What are what are some of your mentors or some of the books that you've read throughout the years that have really, you know, influenced your path? You know, your what you do in probate or you know in your life in general. Um, who's been influential from that standpoint? Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, various people. <laughs> uh, I would say that. Um, <clears throat> You know, um, at the very at the very top of that would be my youth pastor. Uh, growing up as a as a kid, um, uh, he was very influential in my life and helping me to have compassion towards others and um, to be of service. Um, you know, there's a scripture that says, "He who is first is last, and he who is last is first. 
right? And and I, that that's very applicable, I think, to the way that 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 I do business in, in probate real estate and the way that I encourage people to do business. You know, look for others' needs before you look for yours. Um, you know, genuinely, if if you come to this business with, with a genuine heart to serve, uh, you'll find that that there will be a lot of benefits and compensation and rewards for you in, in this business. Um, that, that's just the way that life is. Um, second, I would say probably would be um, when I first got started in real estate, it was with, uh, with a fellow named Robert Allen. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the name, but he's an author of many books in those days. And um, he was a brilliant, brilliant businessman. Um, you know, I, I was so fortunate to sit kind of like behind the curtains with him you know, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, um, you know, as, as, as how, how does that single, um, um, you know, uh, you make your own luck, right? And so, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> when, when I got started in real estate, I, I did not know a single thing, of course, right? Who would when they're just getting started? Um, I didn't have a business background or a business sense whatsoever. Um, but, um, I had joined his his group, his his, his coaching group, and um, you know, um, I, I basically uh, I brought the the uh, the idea of just following the instructions that these guys gave you. So, um, the last job that I had before the last job, the yeah. last job just over broke <laughs> job that I had prior to um, <clears throat> to real estate was in the car sales world. And it was interesting because in the car sales world, um, I had, uh, uh, you know, uh, I learned a lot, right? But I learned that that wasn't the business that I wanted to be in. But one of the, the, the observations that I made is that the, the person that was basically um, making deals was the person that was new to the business. And, and that person was often referred to as a green pea by the, um, by, by the seasoned salespeople. Right. And, and they would, you know, so in the car world, that, that, that's a very popular term. Green pea means you're new. Right. Mm -hmm. and so they would always look at these new people, you know, and, and refer to that sale that, that they made as green pea luck. And so, yeah. uh, you know, what, what, what I saw is like, man, well, you always got to be a green pea. Always stay green. Always mm -hmm. come from a humble place and you follow the instructions that have been given to you. And so when I got into the Robert Allen group, um, I pretty much followed everything that they told me, you know, um, I, I did everything that they said. And so my, my first deal, um, my first deal in, in, um, in, 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 in flipping a property was at $158,000. Um, and so I was excited. I was like, well, look guys, I did it. And I, I brought my little check with me and I showed it to them and they were like, what? Like, okay, wait, so you tell me like, this doesn't happen to everybody every day. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like I followed everything that you said. Um, they're like, okay. So long story short is that they did a, a, a video <clears throat> testimonial of, of me, where, and 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 they actually, it was insane. They they ran this whole um, um, they they I mean they, basically I was on television. They, they, it was like across the country in Canada, they were running infomercials with Ernie Vargas, and like I was all over the newspaper. It was, it was there's a whole story to that. So um, and it's a pretty long story, but it was. But, but what I did get to do is I got to see how they market and how they actually operate, you know, from business, from, from a standpoint, marketing from a standpoint of business. Um, so um, I learned a lot. I learned to really follow your dreams and to follow your passions, to think big. And that, that's a lot of what I got from Robert Allen. Um, 
and and you know obviously the no money down strategies and you know all that stuff uh all that so the, the the third person would have been barney zick barney zick was a man who i um became very good friends with um and he he's now gone he's he's uh, passed away but he was a legend he was an absolute legend um he had been investing in real estate for like 30 or 40 years before i came into the game and he taught me so much um he was he was he was a he was a public you know teacher and mm -hmm. so he's got information out there um and it, it it's amazing um but i got to work with him uh, very closely on one-on-one -on -one. and uh, so he was he was very instrumental to my um creative strategies for real estate because he was very much a creative thinker so um you know from lease options to owner finance properties um you know option properties I mean, so we did a lot of different things like that um whereas robert Allen, i learned a lot about the no money down deals the subject to properties and things like that so all of that information that i had i was able to pour it into uh, probate um within the probate space i didn't really learn that from somebody else it's like i said something that i um, because there was nothing you know <clears throat> i asked Bob Allen back then said, "Hey, I, I found this probate deal. Like, like, I know nothing about that, so I had to learn that and sort of kind of uh, pave pave the way there for for myself." Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, and then lastly, I would say in marketing um, in the world of marketing, uh, Dan Kennedy, Dan mm -hmm. Kennedy has, has been my marketing teacher. Um, I've I've pretty much consumed everything that I have from Dan Kennedy. I have, uh, uh, I mean, I have an incredible library. Um, from Dan Kennedy, uh, I mean, you know, so all these guys, I, I uh, were, were really helpful. Um, Harvecker, Harvecker was was a guy that I was uh, coached by as well. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's, uh, he was a, yeah, okay. So I I, I was in his um, uh, program many it's like 10, 15 years, I don't know, ago, but um, you know, I um, got to work with him a lot. Uh, you know, up up close and and um, again, just just you know, I guess all that all that to say that coaches, right? Uh, coaches and and other people with experience uh, before before you is really really important. Uh, people that that have, have walked that path. So it's not just real estate, right? That we learn from. And naturally, I'm a big reader. Um, so I'm 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 always reading different books. Uh, I'm I'm currently reading, um, you know, Robert Greene's book right now um which which is, which is awesome the 48 laws of, of power um i run a um I, I run a reading club with with people in my organization um and and we're studying john maxwell's uh, the 15 laws of growth um uh, which which are really impactful um i i think you know continuous you, you don't have to always have a a person physically present in front of you it can also be learned through you know books and various things like that Oh, totally. I know there's been so many books that have influenced me over over the years. Absolutely. Uh, I completely agree with you. Well, well, very good, Ernie. I appreciate it. Um, you know, as I kind of mentioned before, you know, we have you back for a live Q&A, maybe like 30 minutes or, or so. Um, we'll put that link in, in uh, the podcast below. Um, lastly, I'm a big abundance guy, and it sounds like you are as well, right? We try to help out others before really accepting anything for us. And I know that you have uh, some classes or, or, or something that you're, you wanted to give to the people listening to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about what that is. And uh, of course, we'll put the links and everything uh, in, in the podcast. And you know, if you're hearing this on other platforms, go ahead and click the links 
uh, for that platform really get you to where where we need to to uh, to get you to this uh, training. But what is there anything that you could offer the the people listening to the podcast here uh, just so they can get started? Yeah, um, I, I would say um, let, let's let's have people go to uh, <clears throat> probatefox.com. Spells okay. P-R-O-B-A-T-E, probatefox, F-O-X.com. Um, if they go there, th- there's a place where they can opt in uh, and, and provide their name and email address. And automatically, when they do that, they will receive access to some videos that I created. And I'll tell you about these videos. It's interesting because I created these videos a long time ago. Um, and um, I thought about switching them over to something a little bit more modern. But it's interesting because they are still very much applicable to everything that we do today. Um, you know, b- basically those videos tell you, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the probate process, um, what, what that looks like, uh, and, and how to uh, put yourself in front of your probate prospect yourself, right? How, how do you put, position yourself in the path of opportunity? Uh, so I, I think it's a very good series. It also tells you about um, um, how you can structure some deals and it really, um, because I came from the school of no money down, right? Um, Robert Allen, uh, which, which is what he was known for. Um, my, my very, um, you know, I guess to kind of go back a little bit, I'll tell you that when I started in this business, I actually, actually had absolutely no money. Right. Um, so, um, you know, when Robert Allen talked about no money down, I thought, Hey, I qualify. <laughs> right. and, and so, um, you know, but the beauty about not having money is that it really makes you uh, it forces you to be creative and to think, right? It really, it really does that. And, and there's a gift in that. There really is. And so, um, you know, the, I, I bought all these, all these deals. I bought all these properties with no money down. And so um, th- there's an example that I share in that video series, how I bought a deal with uh, PayPal um, using PayPal. And it was not using my own money. It was, other, you know, what we call OPP, other people's uh, not OPP. That, that, that's naughty by nature. OPM, <laughs> other people's money. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm dating myself here, right? Yeah, exactly. I think we are all, all 90s childs here. Uh, yeah, no yeah, exactly. So OPM, other people's money, and uh, um, um, and um, but but yeah. So um, but so where, where there is a will, there is a way, and so mm-hmm. uh. uh I would encourage people to get access to that. And then through that, um, I, I, I write and, and I, I, I have a blog that, that I write every single week and, you know, just different things, experiences, observations. Um, you know, I've got different case studies of, of students and, uh, you know, so it, 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 it's, it's a place for us to connect. I would, uh, and then um, I am a giver. I'm always looking to give more. I'm working on a book right now and um, you know, I'm excited about that. And, and so that there will be, I'm an opportunity to you know obtain that book as well as uh, as soon as it comes out. Awesome, that's awesome, Ernie. Really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, like I said, we'll have links below though the Probate Fox links and everything, so you can go in and hit that. Um, uh, not a problem. Uh, yeah, Ernie, I just want to thank you for being on it on the on the show today. We've learned so much, you know, just in a, in a very short time of what's probate inheritance. You know, what really guided you. The, the different types of leads out there, right? And um, so I just want to thank you for being on this show. Any any closing comments that you have that you want to talk to uh, uh, the podcast world for for us? 
I would just say that the riches are in the niches and probate is definitely a niche with a lot of sub niches. I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface of all of the other sub niches within the probate space. I mean, but there is a, there is a, an abundance of opportunity for you uh, here in probate. Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, there is an abundance of people waiting for you to serve them. Uh, so what better uh, way to work than to be of service and to, you know, reap the benefits of, of, of being that, that service provider. Thanks, Ernie. And, and one last question. I, I hear about, you know, how, how many, how many, how much real estate goes through probate in a given year? Is, is it millions? Is it billions? You know, do, do you know, can you quantify that for us? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, it, it is absolutely. Um, I've got some, some, some good data on that, that I'm putting together too, um, uh, you know, with the pandemic and, and where we are at, but yeah, um, there, there, there is, uh, at any given time, there's about 5.8 million pro, uh, estates being probated through the courthouse, through the courthouses in America. And what you need to understand is that, um, you know, because of the pandemic, a lot of these states have struggled. Uh, and so a lot of these probates have been delayed. And so people are experiencing even more hardship, more challenges. And what does that mean for you as a buyer is that you've got motivated sellers. You've got people that need and want your help. Um, and so uh, buying this house off of them is, essential, is is really a way of helping these people. So you heard that folks, 5.8 million people going through probate at any given point in time right now. That is, that's absolutely crazy, you know? Um, so, hey, once again, Ernie, thank you very much for coming on the show. This has been absolutely awesome. Um, I really appreciate it and hope you're going to have a, a great day there uh, as well. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks, Ernie. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, thanks. I, man, that was amazing um, what what Ernie has gone through there. And I discussed, you know, during the podcast, just a ton of value and about the leads and, and his grant, um, uh, or actually not his grant Cardone story. That's actually coming up. So next, what we're going to do is after the podcast was completed, Ernie and I stayed out for like another 20 minutes or a half an hour just talking, you know, shooting. And, and some amazing stories came out. So I want you to hear, especially the one about Grant Cardone. Right, um, and, and how we got one-on-one sales training from them. Um, other things about our mentors and our philosophies that we have in life. So please stick around. We've got a few more outtakes coming up. Enjoy it, um, and then we'll see you afterwards. Did, did I ever tell you that when I was in the car sales world, Grant Cardone was my, my trainer? No, seriously? Yeah, we used to role play one, one-on-one with each other. That is amazing. That is so cool. That is really neat. Because back then he was a car sales uh, trainer, sales trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the what's what did you learn from him? What's the one thing that you you took away from Grant Cardone? Oh man, you know what I, I really learned from him is that um, you have to be different and you have to look ahead. Uh, it was it was interesting because um, he would come into the car sales world. And of course, most people are not humble, right? Most people are sort of full of themselves. And what do I need help from this guy? And so, but I wasn't, I was hungry. I was really hungry. And, and so I would say, Mr. Cardone, I, I, I'm i all ears. Please help me, train me. Um, and so um, that I learned that, you know, he, he would say that the car industry was changing and that we needed to, to again, talking about service, we would need to look at, um, selling vehicles from the standpoint of how can we serve people versus how can we just serve our, ourselves, right? The typical salesperson is just looking to, you know, 
um, sell you a car at a high price and, and make as much money as they can for them. When in, in actuality, you have to think of longevity and you have to think about planting seeds for your tomorrow. And so this I learned from Grant Cardone, you would have to think about tomorrow. And the best way to plant, plant seeds for tomorrow and plan for tomorrow is to service your client well by providing them what they need, a vehicle at a decent price. And then by doing these things, you know, you, you're essentially planting referral seeds for yourself in the future and always asking for. And so like in probate, I always teach people, hey, uh, you know, every every property that you purchase that's going through probate, you want to maximize those efforts, right? You do a great job for that person, but you want to start developing relationships with the attorney that that's facilitating that probate because that person can be a referral source for you, right? And so you do a good job for your client or for your seller here, you know, you're, you're going to, um, you're, 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 you're going to um, establish roots with this attorney. And, and that, that's exactly what happens. And so that, that was kind of like with the car sales, you establish roots with your, with your buyer and they essentially would refer you other people and, and so forth, you know? So um, I think, and I think, yeah, and I think a lot of investors, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, by the way, I think a lot of investors, they go and they say, okay, I'm going to do bulk mailing. I'm going to hit everybody. And by the way, that, that's a great strategy. It works. There's no doubt about it. You got to have a lot of investment in order to do that, right? On, on a monthly and even a weekly basis. Um, those that really take the time and get into the niche like probate and have an abundance attitude, you know, you're right, right? You know, that one person passed away, but you know, that one person that you're helping out that PR or executor or whatever, they have friends, right? And if they're of the age that, you know, they had something happen to them and, and you're helping them through that, that pathway, right? They're talking to their friends and all of a sudden Ernie becomes, you know, the go-to guy, Hey, he really helped me out. You got to call Ernie. Right. You know, so it's not only the attorney, right. That you're, you're, you're syncing up with here, but all the friends of those people that you help, you become the go-to person. And I would totally agree with you. I, I like it, you know, car sales is kind of like almost an annuity. You know, people just don't buy one car in their life. You know, they buy, you know, multiple cars and I buy the same brand of car for the last, you know, 30, 40 years. You know, so to me, you know, going back to the same dealer, it's kind of important. I want to go back to Ernie, right? Because he helped right. me out, right? And, so and, Yeah, he, he would also, you know, I really got from him is, is, you go against the herd, right? So every every car salesperson would sort of stand outside outside of the lot, um, calling cars, right? <laughs> um, well, well, what I did is is I would um, stay inside, and I would essentially tell the receptionists to um, take all the incoming calls. I would I would take them, right? Because typically none of the other salespeople wanted to take these calls. It's like, oh man, I don't want to talk to me. I want to talk to somebody that comes to the dealer right there in that moment. But again, you're always thinking about the future. Mm -hmm. So in, in this instance, I would take all the calls that would come in. I would set up appointments with these people. And, um, and then, you know, all, I remember all the salesmen would say, I see Ernie's name on the board, but he hasn't even stood out here, right? Well, I don't have to stand out there in the hot sun. I call you guys, <laughs> you know, that there are different ways to, you know, so you got to think, right? And you got to be different. But yeah, yeah, he he was he was great. He was really really awesome. I got to tell you. Um, but yeah, different mentors. Uh, Bob Allen was was amazing. I mean, like Bob Allen was the one that reignited my dreams. Um, you know, I I had a lot of uh, ideas of of things that I wanted, like how I wanted to live when I grew up, right, as as a child. 
Um, but then, you know, life sort of kind of hits you with the right and the left. And you sort of, you know, don't think about those things anymore. You just think about kind of living. Um, so he reawakened all of my dreams because I, I was really literally, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And so, um, you know, I went to a seminar and he just, you know, he, he really painted that picture. And, and that, that's important because um, I say painted the picture because essentially that's one of the things that I learned in car sales is that selling is like painting pictures. To me, sales is an art form. And just like an artist paints on a canvas, you have to be able to paint a picture in your prospect's mind and let them see themselves, you know, in, in, into that place that you're leading. So in, 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 um, um, in, in sales, uh, Bob Allen really taught me, or he reignited my dreams by painting that picture of what was possible, uh, that, that I could have this, I could do that, you know, I could live a life on my terms. And that, that to me was what I wanted most out of life is I wanted, I, I wasn't necessarily seeking, um, you know, like uh, expensive cars, but I was seeking to, 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 to be able to stay home, to raise my children, um, to be able to be there for that first step, every step of the way, um, to be able to take time off when I wanted, not when a boss uh, basically uh, gave me that time off, right? And so that, that, that was Bob Allen. And wasn't that amazing? Aren't those great stories that Ernie and I went through? Not only, you know, the one about Grant Cardone and, and meeting up with him and, you know, getting one-on-one -on -one sales training from Grant Cardone. That's that's really cool. But all the other mentors he's had through the life here and, you know, what each one kind of inspired him and, and what, what the, the mentors that inspired me, right? Um, I, I still, to this day, listen to Zig Ziglar at least once a month, you know, I'll throw it on, uh, you know, Spotify. So I'll throw it on Spotify and listen to it. And it's so inspiring. It so gets you motivated to set goals and to move forward and, and keep pressing, right? Because we're constantly learning, even relearning, you know, some of the stuff that we already did. So folks, like and subscribe. I really appreciate it. Don't forget about the, the, the live Q&A that we're going to do with Ernie. Um, we're going to do that for all our, trying to do it for all our podcasts here, right? Um, so anybody guests that we have on, let's have some live Q&A because I know that you, after you watch this podcast, you're like, wow, I have a lot of questions, right? I need, I need some answers. So we'll do that live Q&A and we'll go from there. All right. So, uh, and then of course the giveaways that uh, Ernie talked about, we have some links below. Feel free to click on those, sign up for him, get those videos from him. He's super informative. You, you'll see that he's so knowledgeable. It'll be worth your time and effort. I promise. I promise. All right. Thanks a lot. Like you said, like and subscribe. Really appreciate you uh, coming to the show. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.